Hello, my dear church friends, and welcome back to yet another episode of St. Robert's Day Game and Dating Podcast. Just as usual, when I have guests on my podcast to preserve their privacy, this episode will be audio only. Nico is a beginner day gamer who has already slept with around five girls from day game. It is one thing to listen to interviews with advanced day gamers who have 50 or more day game ladies who are so experienced and have had all the wild adventures. Yes. Yes, it's inspiring, but it's not very actionable because their experiences are very different from what you're going through. So I want to offer guys an opportunity to learn from journeys of other day gamers, other beginners who are starting to get some results. Me and Nico were talking about his story, how he started learning day game. We're talking about the benefits of learning day game in an easier day game city, getting his first two lays, one of which was with an OnlyFans model, the harsh reality of what percentage of guys actually succeed in day game, two ways you can take your day game to the next level if you are already getting laid. We chat a bit about feminism and incels, why you should talk about day game with your grandpa if he's still alive, day game for digital nomads, and what to do when girls ask you, ask you questions, why are you single, and what are you looking for. You'll find all the timestamps in the description, so feel free to skip to parts that are more interesting for you. And before we jump into this conversation, a few updates as always. First of all, if you're a busy entrepreneur or a traveler who simply doesn't have time to go through hundreds of hours of day game content online to find stuff that actually works, then well, head over to my website. I've put together the best materials for learning to chat up beautiful and interesting women in everyday situations. There you'll find a model I use to coach my students explained in a simple step-by-step technical way. And if you are already getting some numbers, you'll get access to my texting course to convert more of those numbers to dates. And if you're already going out on dates, you'll get access to my dating course to have more of those dates end up in your bedroom. And all of that is available for free on strobert.blog. That is strobert.blog. And if you want to learn day game with me, then, well, uh, I'm in Europe right now, but the only coaching spots I had here are already booked. I'm heading to Asia soon, and I'll be in Thailand for a month. Then I'm heading to Japan for a month, and closer to spring, in late April, I will be in Japan for a few weeks. So if you want to learn day game with me there, uh, you'll find a link in the description where you can find all the information about how coaching with me usually works. And now let's listen to the conversation with Nico. And here we are with Nico. Nico, why did you choose this nickname? Because I told you to come up with a nickname, so we're not giving away your personality. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, uh, it's, uh, hey, thanks for having me. Let's start with that. But yeah, uh, I have chosen this nickname because it's, um, uh, it's, it comes from the protagonist of uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, which is uh, like a Serbian mobster that moves to the USA. And uh, my haircut or my receding hairline is kind of reminiscent of him. So, uh, and I'm also, I also come myself from like an ex-U country, uh, from ex-Yugoslavia. So that's why, why I went with this nickname. I didn't put much thought into it, but I, I think it's good. Okay, so we're starting to get into your background because uh, we're gonna tell your story, your day game story. And but as always, 
Um, I, I like to I like people to get an idea who I'm talking with because there are very different people learning to chat up women out there. Some are, you know, in their early 20s and good looking tall guys and charismatic dudes. And then there's just everything else. And you have kind of 35 year old kind of online entrepreneur dudes and you have 45 year old dads out of a relationship getting back in the dating market. So different people kind of associate themselves with different audience audiences or different kind of day gamers. So let's go into a little bit of a background info about you. Obviously, we're not going to go into very specific details because I prefer my guests to stay anonymous for for various reasons. Maybe some people don't understand that it's good to stay anonymous for for a lot of the for a lot of the guys out there learning this stuff because there's still a lot of right. stigma. Although it, you know we're not doing anything bad, quite the opposite. So we're exactly. already established that you are from former Yugoslavia. So uh, let's leave it at that. And uh, your hairline is receding, so I will assume you're what kind of around thirty-ish, mid-thirties, or or no, I'm in late, I'm in late twenties. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm unfortunate. I'm unfortunate enough to um, have had my hairline uh, began to recede early, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. It's not terrible. It could be worse. Um, so mine is what you was what you're saying, yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'll, I I can go quickly over like who I am, or did you, sure. you want to wanted to add something? No, no, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Who are you? Uh, you can yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, I'm I'm in my late twenties, as I said. I work in like um, IT industry as a software engineer. I have worked in like that's been my whole life. Basically, I've been fairly successful in my career. Uh, as you know, as it's as it is obvious, it is a very like kind of like a solitary individualistic endeavor right like sitting in front of your computer for long hours um and but when i was younger in my like early 20s i had like quite a wild party lifestyle so i had my like fair share of um, i wouldn't even call them dating experience just maybe like more like sexual experiences uh and i did um you know i didn't really like i wouldn't say i struggled super hard you know to 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 um, I don't know, like get the attention of the opposite sex, but I do feel that I still have kind of like missed out, especially on like, you know, not get, having some agency in that regard, you know, not like just like random hookups that like happen randomly, but actually, you know, seeing someone, liking someone and being able to, you know, take it from there to, um, you know, a date and hopefully sleep with them, right? Um, and that's something that like a skill set that I did feel that I have not really developed. Um, so that's kind of like why I wanted to really get into that day game. And, you know, and despite, you know, my like, I don't know what you call it, like body count being like, um, I don't know, close to 30, maybe I would still, I, I still felt that, you know, like just depending being fully dependent on like apps and you know like just random chance and like maybe social circle is uh what wasn't like the way to go to really you know i don't know have the most interesting experience and live out my life and my time in the best possible way right for something like that like more more agencies required yeah and a lot of people come 
today game. People come to day game from very, very different dating backgrounds. There are guys I've worked with, but I've worked with uh, quite a few guys who have very little sex sexual experience or maybe guys who have had zero sexual experience. And I worked with guys who are very experienced, have many lays already, but they kind of say the same thing that you do, that they wanted to have more control and they thought that, that, that the skill of you know, seeing a girl in any everyday situation and then being able to chat her up. And, and that's that's a whole new level. You and, and then you are the one in control. And of course, you are still in your late 20s. So that's a little bit different. But this changes a lot when you hit your 40s. Because then a lot of people meet women in their everyday life in these also social situations, friends of friends, work, etc. But then when you're in your 40s all of a sudden women in your social circle are also in their 40s <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's where that's where it changes a lot so uh previously you said you used to meet girls it was mostly partying and some online right or or have you right. tried any other kind of i don't know such as like uh, maybe some Random social circle work. hookups. Yeah, mostly it's work, work social circle, but, but stuff no, like that. Work, definitely not. Work, definitely not, because I'm not into, like, software engineers, which are, like, predominantly guys and also unattractive guys. So, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely not my my type. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, the work, I wouldn't say. As I, I that's, that's another thing. I feel that a lot of people are actually in the community and have, like, an, I don't know, like a... IT background or something like that, especially because, uh, specifically because, um, you know, like in the IT space, you know, like it's just mostly guys and it's like a predominantly male industry. So uh, that kind of, you don't get the opportunities like in that part of your life. So you have to like have another venue. And if you don't have it, then, you know, you're kind of left with the apps and the app sucks. The apps suck. And I can actually talk about that kind of like how I if you if, if you're interested you know how I felt very strongly recently you know before I really got into this how that how it's um, kind of very um, uh, it, it's it, it, I, I didn't I, did, I really didn't like the idea that you know like some Silicon Valley company you know would have the basically would decide for me who is kind of in my range and who I can date and who I can because like behind the scenes, all these like Tinders and Bumbles and so on have like an ELO kind of like um, uh, like score that is assigned to your profile, you know, and they expect you to, I don't know, invest the time into application and, you know, check out every profile. And if you are just going to swipe right on all of them, like you did, your score is going to go down and stuff like that, you know. Uh, I really didn't want to spend that time on the app. And I really didn't like the idea, you know, because, you know, you can we can pretend that, yeah, okay, everyone will like choose one person in the app whether they like them or not. But in reality, you know, everyone will be focused on, for example, the first 10 cards in the stack, right? Every girl, you know, the girl will spend like 10 minutes on the app a day maybe, and she'll focus on the first 10, 10 cards. And after those 10 cards, uh, basically, you know, her, I don't know, a degree of her attention will drop and like if, if i appear you know somewhere like at the 50th place you know i'm definitely not going to end up being swiped right and uh, i i also i didn't want to really invest a lot of time into like 
working on my profile, you know, and just leaving it all to random chance. So I just decided at some point that I'm going to delete apps altogether as an experiment, you know, and see if I can, you know, do it another way. And as it turns out, I can do it another way. Boom. <laughs> uh, I, so you, you talked a lot about kind of what's happening behind the scenes in the apps. Uh, the, the stuff you said, I've heard it before, but have you seen the data published or is that a theory? I talked to a guy that used to work at one of these Silicon Valley companies and I didn't believe him and I challenged him on that and he said, I saw the code. So cool. I don't know if they still use the same, like this, exactly the same algorithm, but there is some sort of a, like an invisible ranking of all the profiles, right? And uh, the app definitely work, works in that way, right? So for example, also, if you don't have like the premium feature, right? And you only have like a limited number of swipes, for example, right? You will notice that the last profile they show you, the one that you can swipe right, is always someone who's ridiculously attractive and, you know, like you really want to swipe right, for example. So they know who is more attractive, who is less attractive, and they use that to like basically manipulate you or hook you. I truly believe that. And you know, like I don't have like hard evidence for it, but everything seems to like support it, you know, support the conclusion. Oh, that's so interesting. But I, I, I've heard these things. I would be very actually curious to chat with, with, with your buddy and, and to maybe interview him. It would be so interesting. Maybe not publicly, if, if he can talk about it publicly, but even privately for like a small audience, just community only would be just incredible because <laughs> that guy yeah. has probably seen a lot of stuff and, and, and knows a lot of knows a lot of <laughs> things. Uh, and yeah, and, and you are saying this as a guy in your late 20s, so we can only imagine how dating life is. Well, I can I know how, how apps are for guys in their kind of late 30s. Because I, I will play with apps for a little bit when I go to a city where I think it could be good. But I will literally test it for like a day. And then, because you can very fast, you can understand this city is either going to be really, really good, like one out of 10 cities, and, and the rest is going to be complete crap. So I just, I give it a day, and if it's good, I do it. And if it's crap, then I don't do it. For example, mm. right now, I'm in Cali, Colombia. And in Cali, Colombia, the, the thing is, on the streets, you will not see, you will not see those beautiful girls on the streets, but, but you will see them on apps. Although there, there are places where you can go day game here with, with very quality, with very, very beautiful girls. Because I was here with another guy from our community, and, and he, he went to those places and day game and did very, very well. He showed me the girls he went out with, so it was really, really good. But... Uh, and, yeah, and, and you know, as the older people get, the harder it gets. And you're saying this as a guy in his late 20s where it's supposedly to be like the peak time for doing that. And still it's it's, mm -hmm. it's terrible. So, okay. Um, uh, one thing I, I do want to kind of quickly talk about before we get into the, the, the grass is let's talk about your lifestyle a little bit. Because you're not the typical guy from former Yugoslavia who's, uh, you know, sitting in his office and, and, and just working nine to five. Right. You live a bit more interesting lifestyle. Mm, mm, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you could say I'm a digital nomad. Uh, I have, I mean, my nomad, nomading has mostly been in um, Latin American countries. Like for like for now for two years, I have been in Europe over the summer for a couple of months, but the rest of my time 
for the last years I've spent in various countries in Latin America, I learned Spanish and um, I don't know, I I'm kind of got used to it. And I really also like the, uh, just like the idea that I'm, you know, like, because I don't know, maybe in like 10 years, I'll have a family, I'll have responsibilities, I'll maybe work an office job, you know, so I'll not be able to take uh, advantage of that. And I feel that now is the time to like see the world, you know, and have no regrets later. And um, yeah, I, I, I just love to travel. I love, I actually, you know, like I'm actually interested, you know, in like just chatting with the locals, whether they're attractive or not, you know, hearing their perspectives and, you know, like learning about their culture and so on. Uh, I, I always enjoyed that, you know, even before I really got into like day game and so on. So I think it's, um, it's, it's, yeah, it, 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 it's definitely a plus also in terms of, you know, how interesting you are if you just, you've seen a lot of the world, but I'm definitely in the future, I'm planning to go to like Southeast Asia as well and so on, you know, like, or not, not just Southeast Asia, you know, Asia in general and so on. I'm, I have a lot of, a lot more travel plans, you know, a lot, a lot more destinations that I would like to visit. And yeah, my work's fully online, so I can, you know, afford to do that, but I guess not everyone can, you know. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of people can, like a lot of people that I work with, I would say there's two groups that, that I mostly work with. It's uh, guys who are like good at what they do for a living, just like you are, but from very different industries. And, and they're just really busy dudes who uh, who prefer you know, to have someone who just shows them the ropes <laughs> and, and teaches them how stuff works quickly. Or it's traveling guys. A lot of traveling guys are learning day game, uh, especially every time I go to Latin America. You know, I go to, I, I work with nomads and, and that's always uh, very interesting. Um, right. So you said that you want to enjoy this uh, opportunity right now to, to travel the world, see places, uh, what's what's the what's your date? What are your dating goals in general? Maybe a few years down the line, looking in the future, what what's the plan? Yeah, you know that's actually you know that's because I was really happy with my lifestyle. Kind of, I, I feel that I you know like just traveling and like seeing the world and all that stuff. You know, having all this experience is really nice. But I did feel that you know it would be so much better. You know, if I could just go to any place and just you know also meet some people there, meet some girls, and you know just like have fun and you know like maybe i don't know you know like sleep with a hot local girl but also you know like she can show me around and so on you know that that just makes the you know like the make the travel like so much more satisfying you know and also you know it's a fact that when you're living this kind of a lifestyle you do get kind of lonely you know you don't know people you go to a new place you don't know anyone and so on you know so a day game is just a it's a beautiful way to 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 get to know someone in the best way possible right um and yeah, so that that's like short term. I would definitely say that's it. Oh, sorry, go on. Uh, I, I was actually thinking the same. That's um, I always learn the most about the real life wherever I go from the girls that I'm seeing there because you meet a lot of other you know, nomads and expats and they have their views about how things work there. But then you meet girls who are born there and raised there and they've, they've seen how things really are and that really put things into, into a different, uh, different perspective. So, okay, so the short-term plan is to explore different places, meet beautiful and interesting girls there and, you know, enjoy your time with them, have them show around you a little bit. Is there a long-term plan as well or, or just a short-term plan? Yeah. yeah, no, no, I would definitely say that, you know, like I'm kind of, 
honing my skill of like seduction basically and i do feel that you know at some point later on you know i will either through day game or through another like another way i'll meet someone that you know i i don't know you know i, I maybe i want to like marry maybe i want to have a family maybe i just want to have like a long-term relationship um it doesn't necessarily have to be monogamous one but yeah um so like i in i at, at that point i hope that i'll accumulate like enough experience and so on that i'll really be able to like you know kind of like have a pick you know and be able to 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 really uh, end up in a quality relationship with someone who is both beautiful and amazing you know but that's down the road i'm it's like five years plus you know yeah I, li i like your plan i like your plan actually i always say that there are three types of guys that you know reach out to me it's it's uh or rather that want to learn day game and uh, the stereo the old school kind of stereotype was that that all day gamers want to do is just you know get laid with a lot of, a lot of chicks and, and that's it but that's only one part and then there are guys there there are sometimes guys who are like i want a wife on yesterday and i usually point them in another direction but the biggest group is actually sort of guys like you who are like, okay, you know, I want to do this. I want to have some fun. I want to, I want to meet girls. I want to polish my dating skills, improve my skills. And then when kind of a few years down the line, when I really have some better skills, I can meet someone that's, that's really cool and not just beautiful, you know, because beautiful is fun for a while, but then you're kind of like, okay, what else do we have here? And then you can, you have enough kind of you know how to kind of how to talk to women and then you have your kind of you, you have better options let's put it like that and you can actually meet someone who you would love to start a relationship with not just whoever is fine with swiping right on you on your app or or whoever your sister introduces to, uh, with you know or, or your colleagues or, or or however else these things happen i don't i don't even know um and this group is definitely the largest. And and you you laughed when I said that there are guys who want a wife on yesterday, and I always send them somewhere else. It's is because when someone wants a wife on yesterday, like really like yesterday, kind of come on, that's the only thing I'm interested in. There's mm. usually I've noticed that like the personality, there are some quirks in their personalities. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it's just that it's sort of like there are the red pill guys who just you know who who are very kind of anti-feminism and they hate women and whatnot and right. all those weird opinions they are weirdos and then there are like there's another type of, of guys that I, I don't really like and those are the guys that desperately want to be married as soon as possible and with the first girl they meet and then it's there's usually something going on that I don't want to be involved with. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, quite a needy position, right? It's like exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you started day game. How long ago did you discover day game? And 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 yeah, like you know, it's interesting. When I was like, I would even say in my like late high school or like early early um, college years, I was actually like reading about the game and you know watching all these videos and read a couple of books and so on but i never really got to like i didn't ever gather the courage i just had like a didn't have like a very high self-esteem back then and so on and i never gathered the courage to really do anything about it and then more recently i would say that i got more interested in these like um three or four months ago but um yeah, so I, I, I got kind of into it and I was looking around and I came across your videos and they kind of resonated with me. Uh, yeah, 
especially because uh, specifically because uh, the I like it was refreshing to see the absence of like some super misogynistic you know like red pill kind of like oh yeah you know you just have to I don't know like it, it's it's weird you know we all know how weird like the, the PUA subculture is you know and uh, uh, yeah you know that that was that was really refreshing the absence from your video so I was like okay maybe this is not such a bad thing in itself you know maybe like just a lot of people are doing it in the wrong way you know and. Uh, you can actually do it in like a healthy and relaxed way, you know, and, you know, just like have like this more natural and more exciting and more fun way to, to, to meet people. But also, you know, another important aspect for me was kind of that I uh, like quit drinking, quit going to parties, quit doing all those things, you know, so and also started traveling a lot, you know, and just like having to like reset my social circle at every new place that I arri arrived to, you know, I did feel that I have to kind of like find another way to meet people and in addition to that i also like just felt kind of like very compelled to just challenge myself in that way you know because it would happen to me often in my past life as well you know just seeing someone and you know like really wanting to have to talk to them but not knowing what to say you know and like just feeling that anxiety and then the the depression that follows when you fail to act on it you know like in that fight or flight situation you know when you opt for the flight and you're just like unhappy with yourself afterwards, you know? Yeah. So that was really something that, you know, kind of like bothered me, you know? And um, yeah, I did. So initially, you know, it was more like just, okay, can I do it? Can I do it? And um, that those were my like first few approaches, I would say, you know, maybe even like some of them, maybe even like, yeah, like four months ago and so on. Uh, nothing came of them, you know, but I was, I was just kind of like, happy that you know i can i could just got over the fear you know and um then i arrived here in latin america and i kind of started taking it more seriously and i kind of reinitiated all the you know reinitiated re the whole thing you know like maybe i would say like two months ago we had like the we, we talked a bit and i started doing like you know first like maybe one approach a day and so on and then i just kept ramping it up and it's kind of been like uh it's been it it has taken on a more and more important role in my life and that's actually something that i want to discuss because i do feel that it is i'm becoming a bit obsessive about it maybe you know it's becoming a bit of an addiction you know welcome to the game yeah <laughs> yeah and um yeah but but yeah then from that from that point onwards you know i like i went through the community materials you know really like put down all the notes and you know just started knowing what to say, started knowing how to act, started like having like a structure, you know, that, you know, I can follow and, you know, soon after like follow the confidence that I can actually do that. And after that, you know, also like the first results, you know, but yeah, it took, it took me a couple of months to, 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 to get to this level at the level which we, at which we are, I am now, which is like a level where I really don't have approach anxiety, I would say. You know, it's not really like a, a, a big problem, you know, and uh, I kind of like, like I'm, I'm there's no like I, I, I cannot deny, you know, that I'm like a beginner, you know, but uh, I not I'm not totally clueless. You know, I kind of like at least feel that I kind of know what the next step should be and so on, you know. It's good because that's that means you're kind of 
it takes around uh, different it's different for different people but uh, on average if you're learning the right way i would say it takes around 200 approaches to understand kind of how the model looks kind of okay this is the opener and now i'm going to stack and now i'm going to go into the storytelling and i'm going to tease and and uh, fuck wait there are some fucking fighter jets flying over me all the time and <laughs> Previously, you were talking, so I just muted myself, but, but I'll have to cut it out. Yeah, so on average, a day gamer needs around uh, kind of 200, 200 sets to understand where he is in a model. And then he says, okay, now I'm opening, now I'm storytelling, and now I do this to get to the hook point. And okay, after hook point, I do this, and then there's the number close. Like the day gamers kind of understand where, what is located. Maybe they don't know how each of these parts going to work, but... but it doesn't, it doesn't matter because as soon as you kind of get the good understanding of the fundamentals in general, that just, it gets you going, especially in like place where you are right now. It's, it's really, really cool. We'll, we're going to talk about that later, how it's really good actually. Mm -hmm. Actually, let's, let's talk about it now. It just, uh, it's really good to learn in a place where you are right now because you are in a second tier city in Argentina, not in Buenos Aires, in a different place. and. Right those places are i would call them the easiest places for the i mean no it's not like colombia colombia is going to be way easier than argentina there argentina is hard definitely harder than colombia oh really but those secondary city oh yeah, yeah 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 but colombia still is argentina still is like fairly it's fairly okay but second tier cities in argentina are really kind of good because there's no day gamers and chicks don't talk to a lot of foreigners and then uh, it, it's really nice so they're easy so they're good for learning the fundamentals because you 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 get an opportunity to practice all these kind of figure out where where how each part of the set works and you get to practice it in in sort of like a you know kind of like it's not tutorial mode but it's like a le lower difficulty if you were to play like a computer game or something like that and it's very very valuable because then you learn those things and you know how they work. And then when you go to a different country, maybe you go back to your like to Europe, to your country, and you game there, and you already know the fundamentals. And then you then you can see, okay, this worked good in Arge in second tier city in Argentina. Now I'm here, and 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 now you have an opportunity to to polish different parts of your game because you know when you go to a harder place, it stops working. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, and, and that's very, very interesting because it's harder to learn if you don't have those fundamentals. But if you do, then you can okay, like I need to improve like my stacking, my storytelling, and get better at teasing. Oh, I didn't ground enough. Blah 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 blah. My closes were shit, and then. And of course, like the dates are a bit different, but yeah. Uh, so that's how you started uh, only a few months ago. And we're gonna, of course, talk about uh, about your first uh, about your first lay soon. Um, so we we started talking a few months back when you reached out to me. I think you reached out to, reach out about coaching or about I don't remember how you yeah. reached out about something. Was it about coaching or about what? I I reached out about coaching, and I offered to fix some shit on the website in exchange oh yeah you know? i get these i get these offer offers once in a while but yeah and then it, it ended with you we decided that you decided to go for the coaching calls and you joined the, yeah. you joined our kind of it's still called community but it's, just, it's soon going to be called the um, online coaching program and community and by the way you're going to get access to the materials of the months before you join because i'm going to change how we release materials and then 
people who join are always going to get access to the to the early materials, and it's going to be a way nicer experience. But but that's coming in around a month. I still have a lot of work to do to get there. So how did you end up joining community, and and how has it been so far? Yeah. So I. Uh, I, I like the, the 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 idea that you proposed. You know that like I maybe I don't necessarily have to do like in field coaching. You know, like in person coaching. That maybe you know uh, I can opt for a, like a like just having like a couple of calls. You know, and just like track the progress and see where I'm at and see how I progress in that regard. And I was like up for the challenge. You know, I like the idea. It was low commitment to me. It it didn't mean that I have to like fly to some place, you know, also, you know, just like trying to like catch up with you or something. And so I, yeah, I, I basically, I, I, I was curious about that option and I decided, you know, like quite consciously to go to a second tier city in Argentina. And it's been a great experience actually, like overall, I wouldn't even just not like even in terms of day game, but it's like just a bit more chill than Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires is really not the best city in the world. I don't love it that much. And I feel that day game definitely there would be significantly harder. And um, upon gaining access to the community, um, I really did um, indeed did find like the the, the courses there, uh, the the texting and the dating courses like were very good actually, and were did give me the structure that I needed for those uh, particular like aspects right those are actually available uh, for everyone those are not just in community those are public oh really yeah those are those all those okay. those have always been public <laughs> the community I didn't, I didn't materials are only <laughs> only the the, 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 the the specific content i do kind of each month that we work on ah, okay this is the month only but, ah, okay yeah cool. yeah that's yeah. that's kind of more community only and all all the chat that 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 we have there and the q and a's that's the community really, only. no no yeah 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 the chat is really helpful that i really like i really like that just the, the community itself like just the guys there super helpful uh and uh, like um you know also like reflect refreshingly like chill place you know uh free of like uh, mental mental patients uh that you might encounter you know like in this kind of communities uh usually so yeah um i don't know i'm i'm but like what is the what is the most important for me is like knowing that you know when i plateau when i like come across like some like um like at, to a point where i don't know how to like advance myself in terms of like my you know skills i know i can always book a call and you know like go, you know just continue and like stay on track you know and that's that's, yeah. that's the important part for me so let's talk about your first lay um uh, how do you know how many girls you had to talk to before you got your first lay no but you know like these numbers honestly um that's actually i i really feel that i have like advanced quite a fast and i have advanced like at this speed because i approach a lot i approach too much you know i'm, I'm getting kind of paranoid that you know like i don't know like there's like a, a post on twitter somewhere about me or something like that you know these guys like just approaching everyone you know in the city um so uh definitely i would say it was it was definitely it was around 200 i wouldn't say it was definitely not less than 200 you know because i would say that even like on an average weekend i would do like 50 approaches for sure um and um yeah after i would say that at that point i kind of like had a good idea of how this the the set structure should look like 
I knew what an instant date is and so on. Uh, I was still like kind of not that good in the texting department. I'm still not. And I was also like, I would say that my like dating, just going on dates kind of like skill set is also like lackluster. Uh, but that day I was basically, it was early morning. No, not, not early morning. It was late morning uh, on a Saturday, I believe. And I was in a park and there were just some girls like returning from the gym and I was sitting on the bench there and I stood up, you know, went to talk to her. The, it was all in Spanish. My Spanish is like not great, but she seemed interesting enough. Um, and she, pro I think she proposed an instant date. No, I, or I did. I don't know. But basically she had time and we ended up going to eat something at a place she chose. It's not a good place. I didn't like it. Um, and I don't know. We we're like talking about a bunch of topics. I try to do like some like the spiking and so on stuff. And then basically at some point I remembered, you know, like the movie stuff and we start talking about movies and she's like really into like, I don't know, like an Argentinian movie production. And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. So cool. I've heard of some of these movies. She's mentioning it. And I, you know, I just say, let's meet in the evening and watch one of these movies, you know. And surprisingly, she was down for it. And I mean, to my surprise at that point. And, you know, that that was kind of it. We said goodbye. And then and then we meet uh, in the evening. And honestly, she was like very cute, like all dressed up like in high heels and everything, which I really did not expect because I saw her earlier, like in her gym gear, right? And um, I, I was like, okay, this is a good sign. And, but then, you know, I, I don't know, I kind of like, uh, due to the outfit, I kind of thought that she would be, um, she wanted to go to like a fancy dinner or something like that. But I was like, you know what? Um, you're hungry, why don't we just go to my place and I'll cook something? And again, to my surprise, she was down for it. And we, so we just walked to my place. I did cook something. Um, we started watching the movie, started escalating a bit. We ended up having sex. And then we actually did watch the movie. And it was quite a good movie, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that was kind of it. Um, so yeah, lovely uh, first, lovely yeah. first lay. Um, enjoy that while you're there. Because um, things like that <laughs> don't happen as easily in other places in the world. Let me put in it Europe. like that. They don't yeah. happen that they are no, no. Same delays happen all the time, and and, and wild adventures happen all the time. But but uh, yeah, not, not like this. <laughs> not like this. Right. This was exactly. just uh, this does this happens there. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. It was very it was very smooth, and I I like had no point did they feel that like I'm being challenged in any way or anything like that you know it was very it was like I, I, I guess you could say she was a yes girl you know like it was a very yeah uh, but very the beauty game. the beauty of day game is that uh, it's just like in gambling you know why people keep keep going back to casino uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Sometimes you just hit the jackpot, and 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 <laughs> yeah. that's the be but that's very beautiful, and it can be like a poker analogy where where people come back to playing poker just because they get lucky once in a while. Uh, but you can actually develop a skill set, and 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 part of 
when you play poker, part of it is luck, but it's also very much skill driven. But you know, you can just get one card in a river that saves you. I've had, I've had crazy kind of uh, experiences in poker like that. And 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 part of day game is you know meeting that girl who just is down to have fun, and it's those are also beautiful experiences. People very often discredit them. They're saying, oh. You know, like I just run into the right girl doesn't count. No, like it actually counts because once in a part mm. of the game is running into the right type of a girl, and sometimes you just, you know, it's just boom and it happened and it's and it's beautiful. And other times it's a lot of work and a lot of fun to learn to kind of go through all the steps and, and it's it's very it's very interesting, just as poker is. Right. Um, I feel actually, you that, know, actually yeah, it was actually, you know, like building up to that, you know, I was it I was day gaming here in, in like the city where I am in Argentina for like about two, maybe three weeks. And I was getting kind of like frustrated, you know, and I, I really feel, you know, that the lay came at the, like the right time, you know, cause I was just getting, I was, I, I mean, I wouldn't give up, you know, maybe for another couple of weeks, but I was getting like less happy about it. I felt that, you know, this is like, it's impossible. It, it doesn't work. You know, it doesn't work for me. It will never work. You know? It doesn't and... work for. Um, I, I recently gave it a lot of thought. Uh, I I really thought about how many day game because I I've talked to like I don't know how many hundreds of day gamers, many like maybe probably in four digits, like o- online and in person and you know in, in my old community and and I thought of, I thought what's the ratio of guys who try day game and and guys who get more than like one or two lays and on their own like. Uh, and I, I came to a conclusion that I would say for every guy who I know who became somewhat decent at day game, uh, you know, there have, have to be 50 to 100 guys who who failed, who just got some little results, like a date here or there, lay here or there, but, but nothing more. So it's actually not that unique to kind of have that experience where you're going out for weeks and learning and nothing's working. It's just because day game is much more than fundamentals you know <laughs> right 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 it's like poker you can learn you can learn the hands of the poker and the rules but but if you want to win in the game then you know it's going to take much 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 more than that but then people get some lays and they kind of keep going out or or they have buddies that get some lays here or there they get near misses they get a date and it kind of keeps them going and uh, for better or for worse you know as long as people are having fun but uh, and and but you recently uh, let, let me open the chat. You messaged me. You messaged me. When was that? Uh, yesterday? Was it yesterday? Yeah, you messaged me yesterday, and you said plus one me, please. Basically, that means in a community group chat, every member has the, a small number next to their nickname, which which shows how many day game lays they have so that when someone's giving you advice you understand whether to listen to that or or take it with a grain of salt and kind of okay this guy this guy's just starting out and, and i shouldn't listen to him that much they said hey plus one me add, add one more lay to my to my to my nickname so um what's the story what happened how was the mm-hmm. how did you get this uh, sec how did you sleep with this second lady that was that was very interesting too yeah so i mean i guess it always is but um so what, what happened there was interesting because we just had like the community Q&A and I remember you talking about how the, um, how basically, you know, like the, 
day game doesn't happen have to happen during the daytime and i thought oh no you know like uh, up until that point i was like oh no shit you know like the, the moment the sun goes down you know it's um it's like it's going to be super like intimidating you know to approach something someone or something like that you know and honestly after hearing that i was like okay you know what let's try it you know so i was i was like i was like okay okay tonight i'm gonna try like it was like friday i think and i was like okay i'm gonna try to do some like day game during the night and it was like i, I think it was like 10 p.m or something like that and i already did a bunch of approaches that day and night and i ended up being on the bus stop and there was a girl waiting for um for the bus i guess and or actually turned out she was waiting for her friend and i didn't re really see her well but i basically opened you know like with my usual stack you know like oh yeah you look super relaxed uh, uh i mean like first a compliment and that and then i was like okay um because it was night i skipped the are you back from a yoga class you know because and i was just like just smoke some weed and so on and we got into a conversation about weed and we were like, oh yeah, I'm, she was like, no, no, but I'm trying to find some. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. We can find some together and so on. And then some guys said that, that she was like, she was telling me she's like a DJ or something like that. And was showing me like her favorite, like techno song, songs and stuff like that. And then some guys sat, sat down next to us and they were like, oh yeah, we're smoking some weed and we're, we smoke some weed with those guys. And then I was like, okay, this is a good set. Let's just exchange the contacts and I'll see you later. Uh, and we actually exchanged Instagram. And then on Instagram, you know, again, she was, just, I was like, I just uh, sent her like the usual, like, are you always so nice to strangers, strangers kind of like uh, message. And she was like, yeah, um, like, let's just go have a drink when you have, when you're free. She, so basically she, they requested, if you, if you will. And I was like, okay, cool. That's great. Uh, turns out also like from her Instagram, I gathered, uh, she like sells explicit content online you know as like i guess many girls do nowadays in, in uh, latin america they do yeah, it's very common yeah so that was and we end up meeting she was super late for the meeting i did like i went to the to the venue myself and i waited for her there it was like a couple like it was like two days later and we we're there i think it was on sunday and yeah you know like we talk about she's showing me her tattoos so on i'm like touching her a bit you know like interested in the tattoos and so on and then she's telling me about like i don't know her like life philosophy and you know like she's very spiritual and you know like her family and so on and then at some point i was just like okay let's change the topic i saw you are selling like um, explicit content you know like i'm really interested in that can i can, I, can you tell me more about it? maybe see see some of it you know and i don't know if that was a good move but i mean it was a good it was move. not it was not you almost <laughs> lost it. you you, you yeah. almost lost her, lost her by asking to see that oh my god no <laughs> never ask to see that because uh you know there is the there's the fun zone there is the friend zone there is the sugar zone and then there is the oh there's this guy's own and and if she was not only selling photos but she was if she was if she happened to be also a professional then you yeah. would have put yourself in the professional zone at that moment instantly you would be viewed as a client at that moment so very careful with that it's very good by okay. the way 
it's super good to bring it up as a topic. I always talk with, I, I've slept with a bunch of OnlyFans girls from day game and not day game. And, and, and I always bring up those topics and uh, they're, they're good topics to talk, especially if you're not kind of a horny little kid. They're, they're super cool, especially if you have experience with more girls like that, then you will have to kind of some stuff to say about the industry and you will you will sort of be like the in, insider, insider of the industry, which I sort of am because of what I do for a living. They already you me as an like insider of the industry. So, okay, what, what happened next? Yeah, her, her response was interesting. She said, no, no, I can't show you. Uh, that's for people who can't have me in person. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And like, uh, after that, I was just like, again, okay, so how about we just go to my place? And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, and she was like earlier, she was telling me about how like YOLO she is basically. And she was like, how can I say, you know, after like everything that I just told you, I was like, okay, good. And so we went to my place. I was talking about some like bullshit about like nature. Cause like, you know, like she loves nature and she was telling me about like her, I don't know, like favorite nature places, whatever. We end up me being at my place and um, she's she's basically ro rolling some weed and you know we're smoking the weed and I'm trying to escalate and at some point she's just like you know like fuck off I'm gonna go home what are you doing blah 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 and I was like okay and I got kind of like not too happy about it um, but I didn't like really act out or anything. And like, I kind of like managed to gather my spirits. And I was like, I started like being very like funny. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to have sex. I'm just going to find a three hour black and white movie and we're going to watch the whole thing. And um, I was like just making jokes around that, you know, and like we were like there on the bed, you know, like basically, you know, like uh, waiting for the movie to download and so on. And at some point, that some other things happen, but I'm, I'm I'm not going to detail about it, you know. But let's just say that there were like some like last minutes resistance. But in the end, you know, she was like, it was her who initiated it, and you know, it happened, and and it was actually a, like a very very good sexual experience. Um, and I'm, I'll definitely be seeing her again. Um, so yeah, that was it. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the topic of the month in community, the topic we start this week, right. I actually was spending like a few hours this morning writing the script for the first video. I'll probably spend an hour more tomorrow. This is a very long video. We are going to be talking about these scenarios where you are back at your place with a girl and you're already kind of something is already happening. But then she's like, eh, you know, not really. No, let's stop. Let's not do this. And it doesn't always mean what people think it means. It, it doesn't always mean no. Uh, in some cases, it does. And I think it's an important topic to talk about, not just because guys should learn that, but I think that a lot of the advice in the dating, day game, all this kind of stuff community, especially when dealing with these things, I, I, I very, even though I used to agree with that advice, now that have, having had so much more experience in this field uh, and with Stuart, both myself and with coaching guys, and, and I've realized that some of that advice is very questionable ethically and legally because a no is a no, you know? 
And I, I'm going to start that, that community video by saying, explaining the difference between overcoming token last minute resistance and raping someone, literally. I, I do like I do think there are some because 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 guys view rape as someone that's that's like, oh, I used force to to fuck her. Well, mm -hmm. not really. If she said no. And then you kind of kept kind of advancing and she didn't say no loud or didn't push you away because she was maybe a little bit scared. Well, I think that's rape. Because, you know, it's actually she said no, you kept going. She maybe said no one more time in a super soft voice and then didn't push you away, didn't say, didn't scream no. Like you, you have to understand girls and then those situations so I, I do think it's a it's a very sensitive subject that's that's that worth discover exploring from that side of the argument as well and you know you know what else is you know like just honestly you know like during that evening i kind of realized you know that if i just went and kept on escalating and you know like she would be kind of like not really that turned on i guess or whatever you know and she but she would maybe let me just fuck her you know it would it wouldn't really be like it would be a worse experience, you know, if this felt the, the and for you for both yeah, and for me, for me as well, right? For her, for her, obviously, but you know, also for me, I just felt that the chemistry was just infinitely better, you know, when she, but it was actually her that really wanted it badly, you know, yeah, and you know, exactly. like obviously, like the sex was just infinitely better, and I didn't have to like push her in any way, you know. Yeah, so, so that's, that's the kind of correctly. Yeah. Exactly. You can't be pushy in those situations. You have to, it's a very tricky topic to navigate because too much kind of escalating to keep escalate too much in that situation is bad. But if you keep escalating too little in that situation, it's also actually very bad. You need to find like a happy in between. And there is like a lot of but there are a lot of rules that that people can follow that are fairly easy to to kind of to figure out what's what for 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 the average situation. Obviously, that's something that people will need to get a lot of experience on top of the rules on, on kind of the framework. But but that's a whole kind of different different conversation. Um, okay, uh, so you have your first two day gameplays, and then you know one of them was a same day lay, and the other one was an OnlyFans girl. So you had a very good start and then okay the first lay we can kind of agree that you know right girl right place but with the second one you know there was some work to be done i, I mean of course you, again you know only fans it's, it's going to be different with, with them they are if they like you they like you but still you know she she said no i gotta go and then so there was there, you definitely had some things to learn there you probably learned something and and gained some experience and it was you know you had to do some work it wasn't simply you know, bam, bam, thank you, ma'am, or, or however they say say that. that that's that's kind of cool. Uh, we did we did a coaching call with you a few weeks back. I'm not sure when that, right. when that was, but we did we did, a, mm -hmm. we did a coaching call with you a few weeks back. Uh, what did you learn from your coaching call? Because we I listened to a few of your sets in Spanish, and and, and what were your takeaways from that? Yeah, um, definitely, I learned like the the what what I. Feel that it has improved the most since was grounding and you know like just like covering like the three four topics you know like that i know about her and like nowadays i just 
sometimes you know if like she's like not asking the right questions or whatever you know i have experimented with just like you know taking my hand out and you know like having like three fingers out and saying one i am like blah blah, blah. i'm from here and here b i am like doing this and that here and i'm here for this long and all these like the, the basic topics right and actually even just doing that you know i have i feel has really like incredibly like had an incredible effect on you know how many like women actually go out with me or like are agree to a date later on you know like i didn't I, again it's you know it's like just this kind of weird thing you know that someone will tell you it's gonna work you know yeah okay you just have to exchange all this basic information and i was like okay there's no way that this works why would this like have such an important effect you know if she likes you she likes you you know but yeah it did it did turn out that uh you know like that was very very important and you know like my my results you know like have like substantially improved since i started really doing that in sets um yeah in addition to that you know like we just went over my my like sets and like i just like tried to improve my storytelling i like i adjusted like i tried to try to adjust like the english that i speak you know speak more slowly and so on um so yeah, it was, it was definitely definitely very valuable. But I think like the the, the grounding was like the, the biggest takeaway for sure. Okay, so when we're, what's up in your game now? Where are you right now? Because you said you're you're going out so much that it's sort of like, oh mm. my god, what's happening here? Am I am I dying? Am I sick with the day game disease or? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so basically, I'm I'm I yeah, that's it's it's a problem. I would say that like other domains of my life maybe might <laughs> might be a bit neglected recently might have been a bit neglected in the last few weeks for example because uh, i'm just like basically like i just approaching all the time um i like this weekend i was i just really wanted and felt again like felt that kind of like the kind of anxiety that like, like motivates you to do something to you know like try to open some two sets i like nothing came out of it you know but i just like kind of proven to myself that i can do it you know um and um that's it's i actually that's one question that i want to to pose you know like about how what what, what do you think like the value of that is you know like i, I do because i do feel that you know like most of like the most of the results essentially even for like very experienced that day gamers come from like one-on-one -on -one sets right um but uh i am I'm 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 grounding the sets now. I'm doing like I, I think I have a lot more structure. I try to do the, the storytelling technique more or less every time, but I still don't like always manage to put it in. And I do feel that that's something that I I really like to work on. So like do storytelling with greater consistency, and you know like also just tell better stories. You know, um, the other part that I feel that like needs to be improved is definitely my like dating game you know and inside the like just the dating game i would say like the important topics would be like the spikes which is really don't still really don't i mean i have no problem saying something weird you know saying something a bit crazy or a bit like um a bit like sexual or a bit like you know like strong you know but uh like i don't really know how to follow it up and the other thing is like obviously like frame control i don't really like I don't I'm not even sure if I really understand the concept, you know. Um so those are those are the like two topics that I would say I would have to address in the in the in the 
updating because I'm I'm basically I have a lot more dates now. I have like a date like nearly every night or every night, you know. So um, that's definitely uh, like that's that's becoming a more important and more pertinent uh, thing to talk about. Um, but yeah, I've like I'm the, the, and that's the thing, you know. Like I like just the dates are actually a lot more frustrating for me now than day gaming. Day day gaming, it, like it's like a walk in the park, you know. I, I actually like really enjoy it, you know. Maybe I'm not doing that well, but it's like some activity that I like really. I'm, I just have fun doing it, you know. Um, and but yeah, in in regards to like the, the day game sets, I want to do better storytelling. I want to be able to actually, and the other thing that I want to do in like the day game sets, I feel that I like, okay, I tease, but I tease, you know, I can't like tease out of thin air, you know, if like some topic pops up that like makes it easy for me to do that, I'm able to do it, but otherwise I feel that's like kind of lacking, you know, that, and I don't manage to generate that chemistry. And, you know, when it comes to like challenging and qualification, I would say it's very similar actually. Uh, like, you know, like I'm kind of, it's like kind of like contingent like the, the 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 where the conversation is going so like i'm i want to to be able to 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 cope how what is it like generate more opportunities to use that kind of like uh, tools you know to 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 uh, improve a set well so can you define the question that you want to ask <laughs> oh really we oh, have yeah. a very broad question right now let's let's define it no 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 what no no, no, no. yeah yeah I, no, I did post one question in the middle, but I for, I forgot what it was. You asked um, about two sets in the beginning. Oh yeah, no, that, you see, yeah, that that there's a bunch of questions. So what do you think? Like the two sets, is there any is, is there any point in a beginner doing two sets at all? You know, like beyond just like challenging themselves a bit. There's nothing wrong with two sets. I think two sets are very good because. Um, Two sets are not structured, not as structured. There, there, there are much more variables in a two set. You know, who do you like? Who is responding better? How is that you're talking? You, you like one girl, but you have to talk to both of them. And then you pay a bit more attention to the one you like. How is the other one responding? How often should you engage with the other one? And, and is she kind of supportive or is she... You know, trying to pull her friend. There are so many variables in that scenario that I think they're very good um, for people who understand fundamentals pretty well. Let's say someone who has, like, if someone is not getting any results in day game, they shouldn't be doing two sets. Period, because because they don't understand yeah. regular sets, so they should not be wasting. The, there are so many more war variables in two sets that someone who is not doing who's doing terrible with regular sets, they're not gonna. They're, they're not going to be able to manage a two set. It's just not going to happen. It's, it's, it's exponentially, it's, it's exponentially more, more difficult. It's, yeah, it's a next level. So, but for someone who is already doing okay with regular sets and who wants to, who wants to kind of not be the Have a one as well, <laughs> who wants to not be a one trick pony who does the same thing in every set. Like that, it's because because that it, it happens once you develop your style. Guys in the beginning they figure out what works for them, and then they do that in every set, and they become kind of they they have found what works, and that's that's their only tool. And they keep you know everything is a nail when you have a hammer, and they have a very big hammer that that they're using in every set, and it works in some sets and doesn't work in others. And what ends up happening is. It, it works for a certain percentage of girls, 
And then that's how beginner, that's how intermediate guys get to let, let's say like one out of 60, like they have to all approach 60 women to sleep with one of them. That's how they get there. They figure out their style, what works mm -hmm. for them. And then it, it, they get to that one out of 60. But, uh, you know, there's still a lot, they could be doing much better and they could be going out with much more beautiful and interesting girls. Uh, and, and to do that, they, they definitely have to improve. And, and one way to improve is to do two sets. Because two sets force you in a situation where you have to learn new things. Uh, other things include you can go to different locations because you discovered a game that works in one place. And then you go to a different place and all of a sudden your game doesn't work or it works worse. Uh, and then you have to relearn day game. Um, I always say day game 90% is the same <clears throat> wherever I've been, but... but those the ten percent difference it is it makes a difference if you are if you want to get really really good results like those ten percent make a very very big difference but but a beginner there's no difference for a beginner for example because the beginner is not at the level where he's going to understand what those ten percent even are or he's not even going to understand that there are ten percent that that should be done differently he's, he's just doing something and he doesn't really know like he's doing something here and there and some things he's doing right but but maybe like you know 70 percent of the things he's, he could be doing better uh th those kind of 10 percent, those are for guys who are kind of already doing good <clears throat> like intermediate guys like let's say one out of 60 and then they want to polish things and then they go to a new place and they see oh shit, this doesn't work they see they start looking for what works and they discover new types of uh, new new kind of tools and, and approaches and and the same goes for different types of girls a lot of guys do good with let's say we have some guys who do very well with girls from russia or ukraine but they do really really bad with girls in their cities like in western europe but then again you have so many guys in western europe who do very good with girls with women from western europe but do terrible when they meet for example a russian or ukrainian a serbian etc so there are more things you can do than two sets and, and you can just change your location, go to go to Europe. You know, in the summer, you're going to be day gaming in Europe and, and, and it's going to be, trust mm. me, it's going to be like, like if, if you were giving up in three weeks, uh, then you're not going to be happy when you get to Europe. I'm, I'm going to tell you that very, very, very fast. You know, Europe is going to be on a completely new level. Like Europe is going to be kind of like second tier city in Argentina is math with numbers. <laughs> and then a harder city in Europe is kind of, if you study finance or, or you studied uh, computer engineering, then you had some very advanced math. Like there right. are places in Europe that are like that. Mm. But in general, it's sort of like, you know, kind of sub substitution and division versus uh, kind of high school algebra. It's it's right. that level of difference. Uh, that's why I say that second tier cities are so amazing for learning because you get to you get to get your toes wet. You get to learn the fundamentals. You get to learn the storytelling and all the parts of the set of things that you learn. That's really really amazing uh, because it makes learning it makes that transition to Europe so much more easier. You're just going to have one more experience uh, kind of like you had there in, in Argentina where you're going to be for a while banging your head against the wall and like, oh, my God, nothing works. What do I do now? But mm. then if you do the right things, then you're going to crack it and that's going to take your game to a completely new level.
And then you're going to go back to Argentina and you're going to be thinking, oh my God, this is, this is the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. How is this even possible? How can it be so easy? Because no, that's why guys go to Latin America because not Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires is not like that. But, but other places in Latin America are sort of like, how can it be so easy? It's unbelievable. And it, it is that feeling. And that's why people keep going. But that's why I go back, you know? Because right. I want to have my fun without, you know, complicated, complicated game. And, 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 and. so answering I'm, your I, mean, I, I started rambling, yeah. but, but, but two sets are good, but you can also go to like different parts of the world and do things like that to improve your game. And right. for threesomes, they are, of course, amazing. I've, I've had, uh, I've had a threesome from a three set that I opened. I slept with, I had a threesome with, with two girls from a three set. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, um, it's so I, I'm actually I have I like have like a kind of like a follow up question here. You know, it's something yeah. that we've also discussed discussed in the chat. Um, so you know, how much would you say like that culture is what affects this in like in terms of culture, especially you know like one topic that's like a really like big topic in the pickup community and so on. You know, like it's obviously the topic of feminism you know and how like emancipated or whatever women are because that and that's the funny thing because i think in in argentina like you know like the women are very emancipated and they're like like every girl that i talk to you know is like yeah i'm a feminist you know so on which is like it's like kind of far from like the, the like the the gringo perception you know of women in latin america being like I, I don't know, like if there there's a perception of like women in Latin America being pure, but for for sure there's that perception of like Eastern Eastern Europe, right? For of Eastern Europe, you know, there's like that kind of like perception that like girls from like I don't know Russia and so on are traditionalist and like anti-feminist, and you know they're like more like wife material or whatever. I've 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 definitely come across people who bring that. Um, so and like in Europe or like Western Europe, um, but. Also, I would say, like in Central Europe and in maybe I don't know the U.S. and so on, women are very like I don't know, like feminist in a Western fashion, right? So, how much would you say that that affects the game? And you know, how 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 would you say that that uh, let's make it harder or easier? You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, first of all, let's start with the differences between, uh, and I, I don't want to go in like a very long feminism discussion, but it's a good topic to bring up. There is different types of feminism, and, and it's 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 a big umbrella term. And and what has happened is uh, the guys that hate feminism, they don't hate feminism. They they hate the woke culture. That's what they hate. And woke culture simply took the word feminism under their umbrella, uh, turned it up to a nuclear level and started kind of going super woke just on the topic of feminism. But it doesn't mean that feminism is something that's that all feminists are woke or anything like that. It's actually it's actually quite the opposite. For example, the place where, where I've met girls that almost all of them identified as feminists it was ukraine and um because and it's also they have things like that in in uh, in uh, in serbia and it's very common in latin america as well feminism is a big topic but it's it's feminism that i 100% agree with and i'm a big supporter of and what feminism means in these countries there is a lot of 
oppression towards women there is sexual aggression like rape is way more common if you start hanging out with more girls in lap in argentina and really start having these deeper conversations with them you're gonna hear some stories let me let, let's put it like that uh, uh there's there's a lot of so there's a lot of sexual aggression towards women uh both rape and then drugging and things like that and that, that obviously happens all over the world but but especially physical aggression is is fairly it's much more common i think in latin america and and it's also a big problem in some parts of you know like ukraine for example Mm. So on what and a lot of kind of very like boyfriends that are incredibly controlling, they are jealous because they don't have a lot in these countries. And, and let's say a foreigner comes or someone with money comes and they're very afraid to lose their girl. And that's what they're very controlling and, and kind of oppressing in those scenarios. And that's where the, the feminism in these places take in these places kind of appears. They're gonna say, listen, dude. I decide who I sleep with. I decide who I'm in a relationship with, and I'm not going to be in a relationship with an oppressive dude. And that's where, that's why women in these places identify as feminism. But it's not the type of feminism where it's you know, it's not the angry type of feminism. It's very positive feminism. In, like in Buenos Aires, you will see posters all over the place about some cases with some important dude. Uh, allegedly raping raping some girl and nothing was ever proven in court uh, although there was a lot of evidence and then people are still extremely angry about that and then putting up posters and, and this and, and doing a lot of stuff like that um, there is of course the so that's that's one type of fem and the other side of the feminism is uh, it's it, and it's a spectrum of course you have this and then on the other side of the spectrum is like we don't need men we only need them to prop procreate and and you know men should be slaves we should castrate them all and 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 whatnot like that's the other extreme yeah and somewhere like let's let's say being super they, sensitive about everything and like you know like yeah so that's deal. not really that's more i think that the other end of this feminism spectrum of course and and that like first of all you don't want to date anyone who's on that that kind of end of that feminism spectrum who wants to you know i mean some men want to date them because you know i don't know they like certain things i'm not gonna go into that right now i have nothing again you know this is not kink shaming or whatever although it, it, right. it probably was that was not nice um but, but anyways so i i think there in 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 general in in not just in the west but in all of europe women now have much more freedom they choose what to do the, the having sex is much more kind of okay and 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 it's it's much more it's much more open so what i think is happening is um, wait let me formulate this give me a second because uh, i i have thought about this this topic quite a bit um so let's simplify it like that if you are controlling in your in your day game and on your dates and whatnot and you're very you're you're just you're controlling your frame too much you're just being this is what we're gonna do or fuck off you know that's your attitude then sometimes women who understand that they have a choice <laughs> will not react good to that whereas still women in kind of 
Ukraine, like Ukrainians and Russians will very often react very, very good to behavior like that. Also Serbians. So when then guys who are very extremely controlling, they go to these parts of the world and they're like, yeah, I just had to show them, show her who's the boss and it worked and it's amazing. And they go back to their country and they're doing that. And women are like, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm not going to sleep with you. You're a moron. And, and I think that's where this misunderstanding comes from. It's this uncalibrated behavior from men who are just a little bit like frame control is good. You have to be able to lead, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, women have some choice and you can't do everything. Like not everything is going to happen the way you like. And of course, there are some cases where, where you should never give up frame. For example, when we're going on a date, we're not going on a dinner. We're not going for a coffee date during the day, even if that's the only thing she offers and she will not do anything else. Then, you know, we, we, we don't go out because that's not what we're about. I'm not talking about things like that, but there are many, many cases where we're Men, even men who have good game, they they can't get results in the Western Europe because they can't adjust their game to that kind of Western behavior, and and that's I think that's one part of uh, one part of the equation. And the second part of the equation is just as we have you know in the in this feminist spectrum, kind of from from very nice women to completely like crazy women, yeah, complete nutcases. In this world of guys learning. Um, learning to seduce women, learning to go out and with women and improve their dating life. Well, we also have guys on, on very different kind of ends of this, on, on different places in the spectrum. And if you look in the world of feminism, I would, I would say I don't believe that more than 5%, probably less of women who identify as feminist are, you know, the, the, the type we don't like. I think 90%. Right plus percent probably much more than 90 percent are super cool women super amazing i would go as far as say like 95 percent plus maybe even more are super amazing yeah well uh, then you look at this world of, of guys learning to go out and sleep with a lot of women or or whatever like or in general improve their dating lives uh and you have guys from everything from from the insult community all then then you have the incel community then you have the sigma guys who are you know not far from incel community it's very close to incel community i think they overlap a lot um and then you kind of start moving towards the like the real pickup artists the hardcore pickup artists and then you have more and more you're moving towards kind of day game then you are moving to the type of day game that i teach where we're not teaching i'm not teaching the same stuff to every guy we're building we're building each guy's game around his personality with stories that are true for him and and uh, and and kind of you know like being a cool dude just just teaching a, a dude being cool with with guys yeah and and then you like some it's, it's also a spectrum yeah you know from insults to to like to to guys that I work with and 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 if you look at this spectrum if in a feminism we had 95% plus of women who identify as feminists were amazing then on this spectrum, like, well, what's your guess? What, what do you think? What type, what percentage of guys on this spectrum are actually cool dudes? What's your guess? I would say it's below 50. I would say it's below five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say 95% of men in this, this world are, are complete mess. Like, are a complete mess. 
we used to have a bunch of these really cool guys in our in, in our old group chat, but that also got filled with 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 complete morons pretty fast. And now it's now it's a complete shit show. Like yeah. the, you see some really good day gamers like just engaging in complete mental masturbation and 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 right. So. Uh, well, maybe not like five percent, but you know, like ten, like maybe twenty percent, but probably less than that because you know, there's there's a lot of unhappy men who are just not able to meet any women, and, and they're they're willing to do a lot, including lying and, and and using fake stories and techniques like Strawberry Field and the Cube and Barnum statements, all wonderful techniques if 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 you're fine with lying. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and and using manipulative techniques. But if you're not fine with doing that, then well, those they they look very you know shady and and sketchy. So you you wouldn't. So, and I think what's happening here is you have out of all of this community, maybe ten percent of guys are really really cool dudes. All obviously in my community. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> obviously outside as well. There's a lot of cool. There's a really a lot of cool guys day gaming. They just don't talk about it, even with their friends and family. No one knows because right. it's, it's a big secret. It's um, a big. Se I also feel that's that's actually interesting. I would I would I want to follow up on that maybe because it's um there is a lot of stigma about around it, right? Yeah, stigma. stigma. I'm writing yeah. it down for later. Right, uh, and it, it comes from from I think obviously like those people misbehaving yeah. in various yeah, ways. Of course. So, so to finish the feminism topic, I think what's happening is you have this, this, you know, spectrum, this all this group of guys in one way or another, kind of being in this menosphere. For in, no, not let's call it menosphere. No, it's in this learning about women and dating and whatnot. And the majority of them are, you know, whoever who they are, and we we, we define that. And they are doing pretty bad with women. Like uh, I said that in day game, from guys who try day gaming, I, I, as I said, I think for like every guy who really succeeds, there are 50 to 100 guys who don't succeed. And uh, it's really, really easy to, instead of saying, uh, you can say, uh, just as you said before, you said it doesn't work for me. Uh, now, as we see, it does. You were just doing the wrong things. Yeah. Um, so it's very easy to say it doesn't work for me. The day game is the problem. Or it's even easier to say, because if, if all your community online is just day gamers saying how day game is good or, or whatever type of approaching you're using, it's much easier to say uh, women are evil and, 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 and things like that. It's, it's very right. easy to blame the opposite sex, especially when you're doing online dating and you're seeing all this terrible attitude that, 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 that men see on online dating, on all these rejections and all these failures that they have. It's easy to start hating, and that's what I think men blame feminism for all this problem. They just suck at day game, and it's the easiest thing to blame. Right. Boom. Finished. Right. But it's actually... Monologue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i don't know i mean for me it was actually kind of like i felt that you know like the initial steps that i took that have really like kind of like have been like actually transformative you know have changed my perception a lot and actually like having that much rejection be getting rejected that much actually just i think like a healthy way to process that is just like you know like it's almost like a buddhist practice of like non-attachment you know because you'll get all these like 
numbers and you know what not what not and you know like you'll get like excited about this particular girl that you'll talk to and you're like imagining like a future together or whatever you know maybe not that but you know like you're imagining some things right and you know like you know like it's all just like basically slips through your fingers you know basically you just like you keep losing it all the time all the time you know all these like hopes are kind of like terminated over and over again and i feel that you know like after a while you know like you stop feeling like bad about it you know at some point it doesn't hurt you anymore right at some point you have like you have get a like gain a more natural perspective of like just like knowing that that's part of it you know well uh remember that for one man who succeeds there's 50 to 100 who don't and they just give up because they were doing the wrong things they don't understand what they're doing wrong and they it never works for them so it doesn't really help for them to do all of these approaches and desensitize themselves because they will just stop day gaming because it's just not worth it for them. They never learned what works. They never understood what works, what, what mistakes they're making. And I, I see it all the time, you know, and, uh, and I've seen a lot of these guys also learn day game when they, again, you know, when they do something about it the right way, send me a message. Hashtag St. Robert. <laughs> uh, let's chat shortly about the day game stigma and uh, the kind of well for example in your case do your friends know you're day gaming um some very close do how i'm kind of like honestly i was like very reluctant to even do this podcast because because especially because of that because i know that you know like if i like if i flow the if i would flow the topic of day game with like my friends you know and like maybe not like this if i if i i would say actually i some talking sound i would say oh yeah yeah i just approached her on the street that would be fine you know but as soon as there is like the aspect of this being like a an effort of doing this all the time as an activity and it also like being supported by like a certain like amount of theory you know like everyone's like okay you're an insult at, even though i'm the exact opposite you know um doing this you know they're basically sitting at home and being miserable you know but um yeah it's it's definitely like it's 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 something that's judged and it's something that i don't feel i would be comfortable sharing with my like wider social circle at all you know not at all and i i i'm actually feel that's like wrong because you know i feel that like for all the reasons that i explained earlier you know like all the like commonly like socially accepted forms of dating i feel are much more much less healthy you know um and i don't feel there's anything like inherently like malevolent or malign or like wrong about like you know like talking to people on the street you know actually i feel that like for a lot of like women that i approach it's uh it kind of like even if they don't like me it just like makes their day like a, a bit more interesting maybe you know um like I, I i don't know you know like i think as long as you're respectful i have never like i've never felt that i have you know like really done wrong anyone you know um yeah, yeah. so it's 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 kind of like a sad situation i feel i because i also do feel that it's like a really it could be a really like it's a valuable thing you know it's a it's a, like a it's a, for me it's been a good journey you know like you like psychologically you know that i feel that i've learned a lot about like myself and how i what i like and how i react to different situations and you know like gained a lot of courage and so on in this process you know and i feel that you know like even from a standpoint of just like personal development you know it's a good thing that like it's a good 
effort that I think more people, more men should undertake. But um, yeah, like for for like obvious reasons, there's like a lot of stigma around it, and everybody is like kind of like just very reluctant to 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 um, you know even consider it. And I was myself, you know. Yeah, I think that's it's understandable. I have nothing against people gonna not talking about day game because I understand that you know for for most people it's just a part of their life for for me it's just a bigger part of my life because you know for each of us work takes a big part of my life and day game is my work <laughs> and it's been my work right. for more than half a decade right now so but even in the beginning I was very kind of open and and I did I did see some kind of um resistance from my friends when I started talking about it but my attitude has always been in life that I am who I am I like myself I love myself and if uh, and and I I I am fine with showing who I am to the world and then people who like that they will connect with me on a completely new level because people you find your best people around you when they start seeing how weird you are and, and kind of what what's different about you and the best dudes I've met, uh, first of all, all of my friends, 100%, including female friends, 100% accept day game. Uh, and, and they're they're fans of it for, for one level or another, or some of them accept it. Some of them are fans, in, again, including women. I, I've talked about day game with so many women and then... It's it's complicated because we have guys that are learning how to approach women calibrated in the right way and in the right, you know, in a way that women like. And there are, but most most of the guys are approaching women in a way that's a little bit creepy, you know. Uh, and mm. and I've heard, I, and have, after having having had so many conversations with women about that, I, I have heard about their bad experiences when someone approaches them, and I have heard about their good experiences when someone approaches them. Even my girlfriend, once in a while, like you know, has this, hey, hey, like a guy approached me on the street today, and I'm always super curious to hear, can to hear, <laughs> okay, what did he do? What happened? Like. And usually all these stories are just terrible game, really, really bad game. The, you know, the worst being kind of guys walking with the girl and then with that, with that, oh, the, the, the reactions from I've heard from girls are always, you know, oh, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know when he will fuck off because think about it from the perspective of a girl. That's an unknown dude walking with, with you. And trying to talk right. to you. you don't know who he is you don't know he's, he's a fucking psycho who's gonna try to pull you in some in a, in a van that he has parked down the street you don't know that and women have to live with that reality that sometimes you they have to think about that so for so but if guys are approaching nicely like women love it i've heard so many positive opinions about day game from from women i've heard very very many very very few negative things about day game from women and Usually when I tell them what I do, and I used to, I, uh, earlier I used to tell that after I slept with them for a few times, for the, for the second time. Now I say that like in a set, I don't care. Um, I, uh, the most common reaction I hear is, oh my God, more men should learn from you. Like that's, that's what women keep telling me. So, but that's from the women's perspective. And when it comes to this, to, to, to how men are hiding it, I don't think there's anything wrong with kind of not talking about it because we live in a society where that is frowned upon but one thing i really encourage day gamers to do um and uh, not a lot of not a lot of guys are going to do that because they're they're afraid to talk about day game but i highly encourage men to talk about this with your fathers and especially with your grand grandfathers 
Um, and I've heard several day gamers telling me they've, they've done it. Like I know guys who have talked with that about their dads and their grandfathers. And uh, when I talked about my, uh, when I talked about day game with my grandfather back when he was alive, he basically started telling me stories how they were doing the same back when he was younger. How that was completely normal. Shutting up girls on the street right. was, was how you meet women. And I recently read uh, Richard Feynman's book. Uh, uh, I, I don't remember the name, but it's an incredibly popular book and about this physicist who was involved in also development of atomic bomb and, and very renowned physicist. And I think he even got there's, a Nobel there's Prize. A chapter, there's a chapter about... Yeah, there's a chapter basically. about game. Yeah, about, about yeah. basically gaming and how he had other guys in college teaching him that stuff or university, teaching him how to hit on women. Like the, the, it's It's incredible. And, and like some crazy techniques, very interesting, like being a dick towards women and stuff like that it was, it was, it was unreal. So back, back in the day, it was actually much more socially accepted. And now we just live in a world where online dating is more accepted and, yeah. and day game is not. So there is stigma around it. There's nothing we can do about it, I think. Um, but that's, that, should... it's interesting, you know, because it's like, you know, it's like people act as if this is like a super, like a, some super like caveman thing, you know, but if you think about it, you know, Tinder came out, I think, in like 2005 or 2008, something like that, you know, so you don't really have to go. It's not like a paleo diet, you know, where you just eat like a caveman, you know, you basically are just going back like to the 90s. In the 90s, I feel, you know, like people didn't have another option. This is what they were doing, you know, like maybe not in like a systematic way. Maybe they're not learning from each other over the Internet. But, you know, like, I mean, they obviously the like the beginnings of game. They were definitely like learning them. from each other. They were definitely learning from each other. And like I think friends were discussing it, and 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 obviously, men, men, even in Feynman's book, there were other guys who were teaching other guys techniques, what works, what to do, what to say. Like it all existed. Right. And Feynman did it. He didn't like it, but he got results. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> it worked out. So yeah. Uh, the day game stigma, I personally am absolutely open about day game. I have always been since the beginning with all of my friends, with, with anyone I meet. And when I tell people something like that, which is out of the ordinary, it, it immediately shows me as a more interesting person. And I've connected with incredible people when I say that, because when you tell people you do something like that, all of a sudden they start telling you things they don't tell to anyone else in the world. And that's when you have incredibly, incredibly interesting conversations. So I do suggest to talk about that, but men will probably not talk about that. And by the way, one thing I want to tell about nomads and expats, nomads mostly, almost all nomads I've met are in Latin America for, well, one of the big reasons is women. They're there mm -hmm. to meet women, to have fun. And, and all day, like a lot of the part of their life is dates and online and going to clubs to meet women. They talk about this every day, all the time. It's just that it's not kind of accepted to talk about it louder and wider, but between themselves, like everyone's there to do the same thing and talking about the same stuff. So it's, it's completely normal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's, I, don't, I don't think the majority of them is doing day, are doing day game, though. No, no, but they know what day game is. A lot of them know what day game is. They, they've heard about it. I've, I have, I've had a bunch of people come up to me in Buenos Aires. Like, I'm sitting in a bar with my friends and my girlfriend, and this dude walks up, shows me his phone, YouTube videos. Like, hey, is that you? Like, this, this shit happens all the time. Like, in day game cities, even with my super small following of, like, 2,000, whatever, two and a half or whatever I have on YouTube, like, this shit happens in the big day game cities all the time.
So it just is just ridiculous how 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 popular it is in in those in those places. But anyways, what to finish the the stigma the stigma topic. Um, I uh, the, the one thing I just wanted to say is that uh, there are a lot of weird guys doing day game, but there are the other group of men who are doing day game, and these are the guys that I I met some really really cool dudes, and those are successful men who have already achieved a lot in their life, whether that's in business or some ex-military guys and, and things like that. And now these men have learned, they have achieved a lot in their life already. They have changed their lives. They're doing good. And now the story I hear from them is that they just realize there is one thing that they really want to improve. There's one more thing they want to improve. They want to improve their dating life. And now these men understand what works and what doesn't they've been in business for a while they've seen all the sales pitches they know what's good and what shit and then these are the guys that are like okay like this structured approach today game like this this stuff works and 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 then a lot of these guys are learning day game to kind of fix one more thing in their game and then you know they don't have any stigma about day game and they're they're incredibly successful but obviously they're not going to put it on their linkedin <laughs> mm, um, anyways, any other questions you want to go over, senor? Mm, let me see. Yeah, how do you feel about that? So, like that—that's maybe like actually a related question here. I definitely don't have like approach anxiety, but I like about like the, the woman that I'm going to talk to. But like, what about the bystanders? you know uh the, the bystanders uh i've i kind of do get nervous you know if the street is packed or if it's like a bus stop with like uh, other people there um you know like standing in line or whatever and you know like um, just in general you know uh, or maybe you know like she's waiting for someone and another guy comes over or whatever you know something like that how do you feel you know um about those kind of situations you know have you ever like yourself that you you have a lot of experience obviously have you ever like been you know like have has anyone have you ever experienced hostility you know from like a random bystander or from like someone who knows the person and you know like no <laughs> no in your entire career you never have experienced hostility no i i'm uh i've heard stories i've heard stories but when you hear stories and you have to like take into account. I hope like it's not too loud, but there's someone banging a hammer against the wall behind me. Um, I'm, I've done thousands of day game approaches, and I have seen my students do thousands and thousands of day game approaches. And my wings have, and my wings have thousands of. I hey yeah. So you're disconnected for a little bit. Yes, I disconnected. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, in general, uh, no, I, I, I've done thousands of day game approaches and um, I've, um, I've, I've seen students doing thousands and thousands of day game approaches and my wings have done thousands of day game approaches. So, and from calibrated good day gamers, I have not heard, or at least I don't remember about some stories where someone did anything crazy or they really run into, into problems or anything like that i i know i know some guys who have been kicked out of shopping malls yes especially in more <laughs> traditional countries 
countries and that can happen, but it has never happened. Like I know two people who to whom that really has happened. Who are good day gamers? I mean, a lot of morons I know who have been kicked out of shopping malls. That's a different game because, again, if you're being a weirdo and the girl doesn't feel safe with you, she will. She might go to the security and say, "Hey, like this weirdo started talking with me. Like, what the fuck is this?" And then you'll get get kicked out. But if you're a good day gamer, you know what you're doing. That's the that's the difference between someone who's just starting and someone who's really good. Like if if you're learned day game and you're good, like you're gonna get really good reactions because even if you you learned what you learn how to adapt and how to react to everything. So I think good day gamers don't don't get many bad experiences like that. I mean shit happens, but I've had so many boyfriends show up in a set. Oh my god! And it's always like always oh, this your girlfriend. You have a beautiful girlfriend. I wanted to say hi. I didn't know she has a boyfriend. You guys seem like a wonderful couple. Have a nice day. Shake the guy's hand. That's it. I've even had one case where when this happened and I'm leaving and the girl was like, no, no, take my Facebook. Like, what? <laughs> um, I've had, I've seen one case where the, the guy didn't know, we didn't notice when I was coaching a guy that the girl was walking with the boyfriend. There was just a lot of distance between them. And that boyfriend maybe wasn't the most positive in the world, but out of thousands and thousands and thousands of approaches, that's the only case where I've seen a problem with the boyfriend. Uh, all the cases with boyfriends have been very, very positive for, for good, again, for good day gamers and guys who are learning day game the right way. Uh, I've been, I've, I've done, I don't know how many, probably not a thousand, but, but like a, many hundreds of sets in in a shop in shopping malls and there's one shopping mall in particular where, where people working on the ground floor knew my face <laughs> <laughs> when i was learning because i it was you know maybe not the smartest thing to do in the world but nothing wrong with that and right. I, in, in that shopping mall i was opening next to the security guards like literally there would be one meter between me and the girl and one meter like this was like a triangle me shop me me security guard and the girl and and they never said anything, but that's a coincidence in that store. They were fine with They didn't care. I was always calibrated and nice. At the same time, I've heard other people being kicked out of the shopping mall for day games. So it, again, depends on how mm -hmm. calibrated you are. So I know, I think there's no problems with bystanders. I've, I've had sometimes when a girl doesn't speak, when I opened to find out whether she speaks English and she didn't, and then someone else came in to, to, who spoke English and they were thinking I'm looking for some help or something. And then that's a different, that's a different right. scenario, of course. But no, no, not, nothing. Like coffee shops, you know, because coffee shop is always mentioned as like a location. But, you know, like I never felt like so far I haven't I've felt. Never had negative. You know? No, I've never had negative experiences in coffee shops in terms of staff kind of saying, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. No, nothing like that. Of course, there is a there is a difference between when you ask this question to someone who's learning and to someone who's kind of already has like 30 plus plus lays. There's a difference. For, for beginners, beginners should open in all situations, coffee shops, grocery stores, like boutique stores, like all the weirdest places. Wherever you feel you're scared, you should always do that. Like right. maybe it's not the best idea and it's not, you know, like it's it, it's, it doesn't, mathematically convert as good like statistically convert as good as other sets you should still do it uh because mm -hmm. you know you're scared but after you've done all of it and you're good at day game of course at that level you can kind of you will have learned which girls react better which react worse uh, I, I i that's one thing i've changed my my mind about you can kind of figure out who's gonna very often be a bit more responsive and who's gonna be a bit 
less mm. responsive. But I still don't let my students pick who they're going to open, who they're not going to open. And I still tell them they should be open, everyone. And it's not something you can't give seven signs that a girl will be positive, responsive to your open. It's more of a, you, you pick those small things up by experience. And people who don't know those things, they shouldn't know those things and they should open anyone. So, no, you should be opening everywhere, like bus stops and, and, and uh, you know, line in a store. I've done that a bunch of times and it's, it's all fine. Like with a compliment, or do you, like would you feel that you no, know, like that kind of shit? The same. I always open with a compliment. I don't think I've ever done an indirect approach in my life. Okay, that, that's interesting. Maybe, you know, maybe like, before day game, but but no, there is indirect, yeah, direct, indirect. That's a different thing. You're still. It's a very specific direct, direct, indirect is something that Tom Torero was was talking about, but. It's a very specific skill that a beginner will not even understand. What the fuck is that? It takes a highly high level. It takes a decent level of game to even understand the concept. So, if you're a beginner, if a beginner thinks he's doing direct in their indirect, he's doing indirect. Like that's it. It's not. It's it's not. It's not indirect. Indirect. It's a different thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So and you don't think that. And there's no such thing as like. As a, for a beginner, like spamming approaches or like whatever, just there is, too much. You wouldn't. No, there is, of there, of course, there is. I think a lot of beginners spam approach uh, when they're not when they're doing the wrong thing and they they don't they they're not learning. They just are looking for the you know to run into the right girl. That is spam approaching, and then you do like you know fifty sets in a day or or whatever. That's that's complete spam approaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that is spam approaching. That's completely ridiculous. That, that gives a lot of negative publicity to day game. Let's call it like that. Like, cause people see those guys. If you open 50 girls in one, in on like in two hours, like people are going to like sooner or later, they're going to see that the 10, you know, that's fine. And, and, but, and if you're being uncalibrated and those girls are not happy to talk to you and they reject you all the time. Like it's, it's one thing that people see that you stop a girl and she's chatting with you and she's smiling and giggling, but it's another thing to see someone who opens 10 girls in 30 minutes and, and 10, 10 girls brutally reject the guy. Like, mm. I do believe if, if I like, if you see that in, in a shopping mall and like, you see a guy being like blown, like a guy approaching 10 girls in 30 minutes and all of them reject him aggressively, he might be asking them, Hey, do you want to see my dick? And you should call the security. You don't know if he's a calibrated <laughs> day gamer who has a bad day. He's probably a weirdo. Cause let's be realistic. If someone does the, if someone approaches 10 girls in 30 minutes, it's like it's much more likely that he's a creep that he's a day gamer he's probably you know saying something super rude or weird he's not he's not being a nice day gamer he's he's probably someone who you know has some problems in his life and then i'm not saying this is not to ditch to say anything bad about day gamers who do that i'm saying that for every day gamer who does that i think there are you know 10 creeps who, who open 10 girls in, in, in having a minutes. manic episode yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone like a, like a, I don't know, like you know, that's what I'm kind of talking about. So <laughs> spam approaching is is bad, and people shouldn't do that. But we're never gonna stop them. They're gonna keep doing that because people right. don't understand that that's not how day game works. That's how you know people people just don't get it, and they're not gonna understand it. Like it's it's impossible to explain these things to these people because they they don't care. They don't understand. I've tried. I've given up on them. So. <laughs> right 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 uh anyways any other questions let's do one more and then we've been okay. going for like almost two hours already 
Right. I, ha I have the last one, which is like, it's totally unrelated to what we were talking about, but it's like, Perfect. okay, so let's say, let's say we were, we are, I'm on, I'm on a date and we are talking and, you know, like it's, I don't know, it's like second venue or whatever. And I want to use like the spike from the video, you know, which is like, okay, so you like you, I don't know, you're pretty and all, all that, but you don't have a boyfriend, whatever, you know, and like that conversation always goes, this, this is basically something that I could probably look up in the theory somewhere, but I haven't come yeah. across of it. So yeah, like, okay, let, let's discuss it. Yeah. Um, I, that, that conversation always goes in the direction. She's like, no, I don't, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, what about you? What is a good answer there? I mean, I mean, like, obviously I can, I'm, I'm basically telling the truth, but you know, should I be like, um, right now I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm just trying to have fun, you know, or I, you know, <laughs> this, this, uh, yeah, this is a good question. So what, what, uh, to, to the listeners, what, what Nico here is asking is. There's a, there is a question that I, I suggest asking on dates and I ask this sort of in a second bar, I'll say something like, listen, I, I don't get one thing. You're, you're good looking, you're, you're smart, you're, you're intelligent, you're kind of fun, you know, kind of fun. And she goes be like, what? Just kind of, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kind of fun, uh, but why are you single? Like what's wrong with you? And this is as a tease, this is very playful. She's, she knows I'm not, I don't mean there's anything wrong with her. Maybe people can just ask what's, why are you single? Maybe skip that. What's wrong with you? Because you're, if you're doing it in an uncalibrated way, it, it can find, sound bad. And so that's a very nice kind of thing to ask on dates. I love it. I ask it on almost every date. And, and, and yeah, and then a girl might give her answer and then say, what about you? Well, one, one thing we're going to talk about, uh, I'm going to do a separate video on fucking like construction work behind the walls. First day this happens. I hope my audio editing software software cuts it out. Cuts it out. Um, so uh, there's one thing we're going to be talking this month in the in the online coaching kind of group and community. Uh, I'm going to do a separate video about this, and I've never done this before. And I even came up with the name for it. Um, but that was, you know, that name will be probably changed when I finish the script. Uh, Projected storytelling. I call. I will, I will call it maybe projective storytelling, or 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 you know something, or suggestive storytelling. It's how you build beautiful stories that that are seeding some idea that through a story you're you're explaining something much deeper, which seeds, which which plants like a belief about you or about what you like in women or or etc. So let's look at your particular case uh so what is your goal with relationships nico i mean i'm i'm not open to a monogamous relationship right now yeah 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 but what's your goal with the relationship what what are you looking for why are you day gaming we are we talked about this in the beginning of the conversation right yeah so i'm i want to meet um you know like a a certain number of uh, like very attractive, very interesting women that uh, like would maybe generally be considered a bit out of my league, um, and um, I want to, as I said, you know, also like just get better at doing that and like really normalize, you know, like normalize this in my life. Basically, meeting beautiful women, uh, meeting interesting women, having this become something that's part of my regular life and take control of like one one certain domain of life which like you said earlier i felt was a bit neglected 
while I focused on my, my career and whatnot, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I would say that's and it. And what do you want to do with those women? Well, You've said this before as well, or I can tell it, I can repeat your words. Okay, do it. So you said you want to go to different parts of the world and you want to meet women there, but you really like to spend time with these women because they can show you the most, like the best places in a city and you really have the, the best time you had in these places it, it, it is with these women. But then eventually, a few years down the line, you, you, you do want to start a relationship. Uh, when you know you've you've traveled the world, you've you've done, can you've seen things, and then you've but you've you've met maybe someone you really really like. So you can tell them what you told me, or you can tell them what I just told you. <laughs> so your goal, you, you're currently yeah, you're currently traveling. You're you know you few months in one place, few months in another place, and of course you kind of date. If you go to a new place for a month, you will go on some dates and date someone. But you know, I've I've had my you know I've had my fun and and kind of sleeping with someone just once is is kind of boring. You know, I really prefer connecting with someone and spending spending some quality time together because that's the best way to know the people there and, and really connect with someone. And but I still want to travel for a while. I'm not ready to kind of start a family like now. But you know, maybe a few years down the line when I've seen the world and I've met the right person, maybe then yeah, then I'm definitely open to that idea. How does that so sound? It's, I don't it's know. True. You know, like it's that... what you said. It's what you said, but in different words. You're not right. saying I want to fuck an X number of girls, and there's no way we're doing anything ever. You're saying I want to travel. I want to meet women, but I don't want to sleep with them once. I want to have someone I meet mm -hmm. in each location. I want to spend with some with someone like a bit more time. And then a few years down the line, if I meet the right women in the right scenario after seeing the world, like, you know, I definitely want to have something a bit more meaningful. Right. Right. So it's, you don't think it's a problem to, like, float that promiscuity a bit? No, to... there's absolutely nothing wrong. You're a foreigner. What do, you ex what do they expect? They expect you to say, oh, I'm here to look for a wife? Marry me? Right. Like it just... It just... What about the... Like the what? question that the, the, the related question that always comes up is about the history, you know, like that's like also like a typical like some would say it's a shit test, you know, how many women have you slept with that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't think that a woman has to know how many women I've slept with. And I don't think I've told my lake on too many times if they if I play questions game and they ask. I will, I will usually, even if they ask in a questions game where, where the rule is the way I play that you have to respond and you cannot lie. I will, at that moment, if they ask it, they'll say, listen, there, there might be some questions you don't want to know answers to. If you want to, no, I will tell you, but I, I'm giving you an opportunity to change the question. Like, I, I don't want to answer it, but the rules of the game are I have to. I will if you want, and if they want, then I'll tell them, you know. And then they will say, oh, my God, what the fuck? I'll say, well, baby, you have the chance to be 173. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the number is, you know. Uh, no, 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 uh, and and no, you don't have to really worry about that. And you can say, you know, I used to be a man corp, and I was like in my early twenties, and I used to go clubbing, and I did all the crazy shit. And, and you can definitely, there's nothing wrong with that. And if you're still man whoring, there's nothing wrong about man whoring right now as well. And then just the important part is whatever you answer. Don't lie about your intentions. There is no guys think that women are always looking for boyfriends. It's bullshit. They're not. Like it's fine to be a fun boy. 
someone she's going to have fun with. It's totally fine. Just be classy about it. Don't say, I want to fuck 100 women before I find a wife and she's going to be a hot bitch. Yeah. Like, if you do that, <laughs> then, well, you know, there's certain type of women who are going to go for that. And there is, by the way, there is a women, there are women who are going to go for that, but majority will not. So just be classy about it. Whatever your intentions are, be super, be classy about it. Don't be a jerk. Just be calibrated. Be the smooth guy. Be the James Bond, you know? Right, James right, Bond right. is a fuckboy, and women still love him in the movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So after having chatted with you, I said view of this as like a you know chat about you and ask any questions you want to know and blah blah blah. And you have actually opportunities to ask me questions every fucking month because we're doing month to monthly Q and A's with like any day game and dating related topics and whatnot and. Uh, let's let me let let's let's spit out some advice specific to you after after this uh, after this conversation, uh, and it's actually kind of pretty simple. And and we've talked about this already. So first of all, I'll say keep working on the fundamentals in Latin America as much as you can. If you know that structurally you're kind of fucking up storytelling, then keep working on that. If you know, if you see that you you need to do a hundred approaches to sleep with one girl, okay, you're maybe not gonna have a good enough sample size, but but you know, just keep polishing these things in Latin America as much as you can while you are there, uh, because day game is easier where, where you are right now. So then, when you go, uh, when you're doing when you're doing good in Latin America, let's say you're like you know one out of thirty in Latin America, which which is okay for Latin America. It's it's good, but but you know. Um, so when you're doing good in Latin America, you can go to Europe and Europe is going to be very interesting because if you're good in Latin America, it means you have fundamentals and you know, you're the guy who smokes weed with girls. So that always works here. You'll have the fundamentals, but you'll go to Europe and you'll see that, oh shit, many things don't work anymore. Like, especially on dates and, and things like that. Like it's just, it's going to be so much more interesting when you get back to Europe and you will going to be forced to again improve your skills and that's going to be super interesting if you're going to keep learning the right way and then asking the right uh, the right questions and, and and but definitely yeah the simple advice is do as much as you can in latin america and then go to europe and expect it to be harder and expect having to learn a lot but but that's going to be so interesting if if you're if you're if you're you know if you're a logical guy who, who understands the model and then is able to pick those things up it's going to be super super interesting just and keep asking, like, and come up, because you have decent questions that you ask now. Like, ask those questions in the community as well, because I read most questions in the community. I maybe don't respond as much to, to texting questions there, because there are other guys who can, that, that's the simple shit, you know. There's a bunch of people who can respond to that. But anything else, just ask good questions there, because there right. are a bunch of really, really good day gamers uh, there as well. Uh, let's just say, from the old community, all the like we had some like really really good day gamers all the best of them have been invited like they're they're as invited as advanced guys to this community that we have some really really good day gamers in the community and just you know kind of do a coaching call once in a while just because you, probably you're you're just don't know what you don't know right now <laughs> mm -hmm. and those things about storytelling etc like just you know Look at what's your what's your budget, you know, whether that's once a month or once a few months, like who cares? Just do whatever works for you. And and and, and because uh I, I do think that that's that's a simple thing that we can start doing when when we're doing good in life, you know. We don't have to 
go out for three weeks with zero results, we can kind of have someone listen to our sets and then just say, okay, you know, instead of spending like months on figuring this out on my own, I just spent, you know, X amount of euros and, and someone else figured it out for me. And, and it's, you know, it's going to be fairly easy, but keep enjoying Latin America, keep working mm -hmm. on technicalities. And then Europe is going to be super, super, super interesting for you if that happens. Yeah. I'm really, I'm actually really looking forward to that, you know, like, because you've been saying that and everyone else saying it, you know, Europe is impossible. You know, it's super hard. Um, it's you not, know, it's be... not hard. It's, it's easy. It's, be, it's compared be... to Latin America, it's hard. Right, right. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here in Latin America for another couple of months, you know, and I'm, I plan to like do this um, quite intensively, you know, keep doing it at the, like, yeah. the pace that I'm doing it, which is like really high. So I do hope that by the time that I go back to Europe, I'll, I'll not be totally clueless. You know, I'll have some well, tools. You no, know, you will look clueless in Europe, and that's fine. You're just gonna learn. Like <laughs> it's just, it's just gonna. It's you get good at computer game at one level, but then when you switch to a harder level, it's just it's much harder. Like you gotta relearn shit. But but that's not in a bad way. It's it's in a good way. Like it's a, it it means you have a skill level where you can start learning there. Europe is not hard. Whoever told you that just has no game. Like that's it. Right. <laughs> uh, anyways. This has been fun. Thank you for doing this. This ended up being twice as long as I expected it to be. I usually try to do podcasts no more than an hour. But, you know, we were having a good conversation. You had good questions. And we, we talked about a lot of interesting topics. So I decided to keep going. So thank you for doing this. And hopefully one day see you in Europe. Right. And thanks for having me. Ciao. Well, that's it for this time. And as I said in the beginning, if you don't have hundreds of hours to go through all the content that's available online to find stuff that actually works, then head over to strobert.blog. It is strobert.blog to get access to the model I use to coach my students explained in a step-by-step -step way, my texting guide to convert more numbers to dates, and my dating guide to have more of your dates and in a bedroom, all of that available for free. And if you want to learn dating game with me in Thailand, Vietnam, or Japan this winter and spring, then the link to learn more about coaching is available in the description. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Ciao, guys.